Manimal here. It's Friday, October 6th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Before we get to cage matches tonight, we've got to get through Orioles preview today. So we're going to preview the Orioles. We're going to preview that Orioles-Rangers matchup in the ALDS, and we're going to do it all today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. If you want to find me on social media, you can check me out at Kevin Lee Frazier. You can also check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media. That is TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website. TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. We just uh, made it one word. Just one word on the website there. So special playoff preview edition today to get you into the weekend of this amazing series for the Texas Rangers. And joining me today, who has done um, just days of research between uh, the last day uh, that we did the, the episode, the... 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? Yeah, I'm doing good. I would say I maybe sat down and gave it about 30 minutes worth of my time last night. I don't know about days. Days, days in a day. Days days in a day. But, uh, yeah, I did give it about uh, 30 minutes worth of my time last night to take a look about at the Baltimore rot- uh, uh, starting lineup, rotation, guys coming off the bench. They platoon a lot of guys. Interesting team. Uh, uh, baseball reference is huge on this Gunnar Henderson kid. Fan graphs is like meh. And not really <laughs> meh. But, like, I mean, there's a whole disparaging two points there in between. And we'll talk about that in, in a little while. But, yeah, uh, the Orioles are an interesting team. They're going to be, it's going to be a fun series. The Rangers and Orioles are very evenly matched. So I think I'd be pretty, uh, pretty much uh, unsurprised by anything, but a sweep from either team probably. But uh, overall, I mean, I'm looking forward to a a big weekend and uh, it continues on into the week here in Arlington and Tuesday we'll have a, the first Rangers playoff game in over 2,200 days at the mm. ballpark. So lots to be excited about. Absolutely. So I got well, some people that I got to do yeah, some yeah. social media things, right? So, yeah, yeah. so when you, when you, when you throw up that X, it's old manable bull there, uh, Twitter X, whatever you call that thing. Now, uh, manable 300 on Instagram, and both Facebook and TikTok Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite form, platform of social media is, let's uh, let's start talking some Ranger baseball. Absolutely. And we have a huge series coming up this weekend. But before we talk about that, let's jump around a little bit, uh, jump around the league a little bit. So after we went off air uh, for our last episode, uh, Philly, Philly, and Arizona both uh, advance in all sweeps in the wild card round of the MLB playoffs. 
Yeah, yesterday was a really boring day with no baseball. Uh, the bullman mm. and I, we made it down to uh, Clark Field there in Fort Worth and took in Alito, mm. uh, the Alito Bearcats of the in mm. high school football. They played South Hills. How do you think it went? Oh, they beat them like 75 to zero. It was uh, when we left at halftime, it was 56 to nothing. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> right, yeah, no. I mean, what did you think of like we were, were you at the, go, or is it at Alito Stadium? It, no, it was at uh, Clark down on oh, 20. Oh, Lord. We, okay. uh, yeah. we were Alito going. Alito has to, like, a, like, like, a, like a better stadium than TCU does. It's pretty close. It's up there with Allen as one of the nicer ones in all of DFW. We, uh, we were going to go to up to Bowie to watch Goldberg play six-man football. And then when we got to 287 and 35, Bull Man goes, oh, it's a six o'clock game. And it was like five till six. And we were mm-hmm. still an hour and 20 minutes away. So right. we turned, we, we got to a parking lot, stopped down, found a game that was going on in the area and uh, ended up taking in uh, uh, Alito and South Hills. And the, and the Scorpions stood no chance. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> And the, me, well, and, me and Bullman, we were playing over under on how many plays it would take Alito to score, and normally it was the under. Yeah, yeah. Well, staying around the major leagues, um, the Mets general manager steps down. He's under investigation. Before you chime in, I I, I cannot not take a minute. Just to take a jab at this point, now that we're in the clear and it's not going to come back to bite us this year. But how about them Mets, Bull? How about them Mets talking trash about the Rangers all offseason? Nothing but negative things to say, no matter what we did. And yet, they were going to be the incumbent World Series champion this year after all the money they spent. And I wasn't having it. Yours truly predicted that the Mets wouldn't even make the playoffs this year. And if there's anything besides the Rangers making the playoffs uh, that I'm happy to be right about, it is the absolute demise of the terrible fandom of the New York Mets. Well, that's a, it's toxic, it's toxic base up there, but uh, Billy Epler who uh, made a lot of signings, did a lot of, uh, did a lot of big things in New York that kind of turned around and bit him in the butt. Um, he uh, was resigned yesterday as Mets general manager. And then later in the afternoon, an investigation kind of came out that he was uh, being investigated by Major League Baseball for the use of his uh, injured list that he was uh, uh, using, you know, not used not correctly using the injury list and uh, using it to keep players on 40 man and, and that kind of stuff. So it's going to be an interesting situation. Hopefully that doesn't happen to Chris young with the, uh, the, the Brad mm. Miller stuff this year, but I doubt mm. it. Will. I, I mean, Brad I bet it can happen to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it could totally happen to probably every team in major league baseball right now. And, uh, there's there's someone somewhere right now with a guy on their sixty man that could go hit three hundred somewhere else. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, so interesting stuff from New York. Not surprising. It wasn't it wasn't surprising to me that Epler stepped down. I was just a little bit surprised that the investigation on the back end of it came out the same day. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, normally I, I, I'm just a guy that, that thinks that it's okay to have rivalries and have heat with other teams. And so, uh, I don't mind as long as we're not talking talking about people getting hurt or anything of that nature, anything. Well, yeah, it's not like the Mets fans that jumped in Evan Grant's, uh, um, mentioned yesterday and started talking about, Oh, well, Max Scherzer will just get hurt again as soon as he gets back, you know, like, like yeah, while they're man, sitting at home like, watching like playoff it, baseball, like why, you know, I mean, they, I, they don't have a team to watch up there because their second go to the Yankees were just as, well, you know, not just as, but they weren't as bad as the Mets. They were, they were still a reputable team in the big leagues, but where's the Mets? What, I think they gave the Mets an extra win the other day for that Marlins game that they didn't make up, and that, <laughs> they got them to seventy-four wins for the season. So not a real good season for the Mets. <sighs> not shocking yeah. that Epler is gone at the end of the season either. Yeah, and I think Showalter there was their coach too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Showalter also uh, resigned. Gone. As well, yeah, yeah well, we gone. forgot to mention that. Hey, you know another thing that we forgot to mention the other day that. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, Tim Wakefield was like one of the most special players that I remember, like as a ball player or like as a kid uh, watching ball players and like the knuckleball and him being on the Pirates and the Red Sox. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, it was uh, sad to see him pass the other day and pass early at, at 50 years old and and going through the cancer stuff with, with Christy knowing how hard that was for him and his family. And, and just, my, I just wanted to say that, 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 you know, my, my thoughts and prayers with him and his family as, as they go through that time. And, and with him yeah, what a, them. what a terrible, uh, terrible loss too, too soon. Uh, and again, thoughts and prayers just really from our, from our episode. And I'll even speak for our listeners. Um, and uh, you know, kind of the last of a, of a, of a breed in terms of, you know, the ability to, to throw the knuckleball and, and uh, just a cool guy to watch and, and kind of one of those guys you'll never forget. Well, um, I was going to say it. Maybe George Kirby not needs to start throwing that knuckleball after Sunday, watching him throw a couple in that game against the Rangers. Mm, 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 noted, noted, noted. Well, speaking of the Rangers, um, Rangers news, the big news out of Rangers camp today is Max Scherzer is throwing some live BP today. Yeah, that's all indication that uh, after we go off the air here, he's probably going to hit the field in uh, Baltimore and throw some live BP to a couple of Rangers hitters. You know, you know, it'll be, it'll be like Austin Hedges and Brad Miller and and all the all the all the classics. You know, all the Brad Rangers Miller's classics. hurt, bro. Uh, yeah, but he's still, you know maybe Ezekiel Duran, somebody like that. They'll they'll get him in there. Well, you know. Hey Miller, he'll be eligible to come off that DL at some point here. Uh, well, Miller now after this whole uh, Mets uh, GM thing, Miller's going to be in a cast like uh, in the dugout uh, in the yeah, game. Just to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Brad's really hurt. Right? He's going to come out in like a like a, with like a cast on his leg and a yeah. crush, you know, a, no. arm in a sling, you know, patch over his eye. I love it. Yeah, no, but uh, as far as Max Scherzer, um, nothing surprised me with Max Scherzer as far as getting back and being able to throw for the for this Rangers team here at some point this season. Yeah, and I I agree. Couldn't be more excited. I mean, Max Scherzer is just he's just a such a like intense. 
focused guy. And I think he also, because he's been doing it so long and just the kind of person that he is, he, he knows his body. Uh, he knows how things are. I think if, if anybody were to say, Hey, I can't go because they, they felt something was wrong. He'd be the first to step up and say it, but he's also going to be the first one that's like, Hey, I, I want, I want out there, like put me in coach. So uh, let's yeah. see what happens. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, it'll go a long ways to uh, deciding what that final roster is going to be for the Rangers going into this ALDS and what that 26 will look like, because um, his health will go a long ways in that. Like you'll, they'll lose a reliever to have him in the rotation for sure. Yeah, I, I would say that might be a nice. We didn't have that segment of the episode uh, kind of planned out, but before we jump out of Rangers news, um, any any thoughts on anything different on that twenty six man roster aside from maybe Matt Scherzer? I wouldn't be shocked if Cody Bradford were on it too. If if that changes up, and uh, you never know in a in a longer series. They may like Duran's bat more than Josh Smith's glove. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Long well, series, I... you know, in a longer series, in a five-game series, they may see situations where they might want to hit Duran somewhere, uh, mm-hmm. is, especially with the, you know, uh, Garver being the only bat coming off of the bench right now. The you know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, in 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 the the in the other element of that is that the uh, right-handed, like the hitters against right-handers, Duran is is easily one of your best hitters against lefties. But against righties, I mean, him, Grossman, and Smith are uh, about the same. So well, I, yeah. I, I think it doesn't hurt you to it doesn't hurt you to have that extra bat. Um, uh, the one thing I would, player. the one thing that I uh, concern, but you know, those right left-handed bats that Carter would lose. The uh, Grossman would probably pick those up, especially if Garver is on the bench, or I'm in DHing. We'll just see how what they go with uh, over this uh, course, because uh, you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out what the Orioles are gonna be throwing in the next couple of days too, and and who knows, you know, you know, I, I don't exactly. They haven't really released their rotation like the Rangers had. Well, let's before we start talking about the Orioles, tonight's the night, man. Are you, uh, tonight, yeah. you doing some like you doing some groin stretches right now and um, um, uh, drinking yeah. some Pedialyte? Well, before uh, the before the before the show, I was I was in full meditation. Uh, I will be I will be heading to the hot house later to uh, sweat out most of uh, what ails me and. Uh, um, you know, hopefully get some visions of what I need to do tonight to win because that's what manimals do. Mm. Uh, but tonight is the night. It's it it is Friday, October sixth today. Mm. You know, we've been talking about Friday, October sixth since what July, right? We, mm-hmm. you know, but one great thing is is we won't we won't have to stop the promotions for Matt War Pro after tonight because when we hit it Monday we'll be hitting the ground running going December first at Mount Martin House Brewing. But tonight at at uh, the Ridgely Theater. Oh sorry, I hit a blank right there. That's crazy. But anyways tonight nice. at the Ridgely Theater, um, just a, a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, 
We're going to be out there for Matt War Pro till the end. It's the night, the Cowtown Cage match, the very first Cowtown Cage match between Super Tex Brent McKenzie and the Texas Nightmare. Daniel McCullough. Yeah, the Texas Nightmare. I said that with question in my mind, but I know he's because the, there's the so nightmare. many Texas legends out yeah. there. Probably, oh, yeah, probably like got confused, you know. Well, that's why I stayed so clear of Texas because I knew that I was going to be a big deal everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. No, no big deal. But, uh, um, but, but huge match, Cowtown Cage match, the very first of its kind. This cage is 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 crazy to say the least it's kind of going to give out like a a a memphis feel from early in the in the 80s but it's also going to kind of give away give like a hell in a cell type uh feel so we've got some interesting it's going to be interesting it's going to be fun it's going to be a whole lot of fun tonight because not only are we going to have wrestling but we're going to have all our sponsors all our friends from Kelly's Onion Burgers will be out there for sure. I know for sure Big Dogs is going to be out there. We're also going to have tacos tonight too, mm. so that's exciting. You know, it's never it's it's always exciting to talk about tacos. So mm-hmm. we've got tacos tonight as well. We're going to have Starry's ice cream out there. Um, they're going to be whipping up. She's going to have all those ice cream treats and our buddies at. Uh, Martin House Brewing, they're going to have their very uh, first Matt War Pro beer available for sale tonight at the Ridgely Theater and and at Martin House Brewing before show. Pre-show at Martin House, 5 o'clock. The Manimal will be there for a couple of minutes to sign some autographs and kiss some babies before he heads on over to the Ridgely Theater. And, uh, you know, we're just looking forward to an exciting night and uh, hopefully... You know, hopefully things go well, and uh, um, I, I walk out of there with a win, and uh, Damo keeps that Trinity River Heritage Championship. But that's all going down tonight at the Ridgely Theater. So join us. It's been, we've been telling about you. We've been telling you about Matt War Pro now for a year. Come make a show. Come see us. Join us for the big time. Absolutely. Best of luck tonight to you. Uh, I am excited to celebrate another Manimal victory, and so will the little 25-pound Manimal. We'll be, he'll be out in full effect, and uh, we're going to be out there ready to have a good old time and see, a, a, I guess, a good old-fashioned cage match. So uh, going to be pumped to see that, and it's going to be a war. And uh, speaking of, of wars, let's get into this five-game series for the Texas Rangers uh, we got a couple of games over the weekend before we uh, meet up again on Monday to preview the the, the next few games, uh, the game on Tuesday. But let's jump into this weekend. Rangers a lot more open about who they're pitching uh, is going to be. The Orioles a little more close to the vest. Uh, I don't know if it's really going to matter. And no, no true roster finalization have been announced. So, you know, a little bit of gamesmanship going on here, but I, I think we got plenty of material to talk about for these first two games. Yeah, and I wanted to uh, go over a couple of guys real quick before we get started at all on the uh, uh, Orioles. That uh, these are their guys. These are the guys they look to. These are the guys that they're going to use. That they're going to rely on to win this series with the Rangers. And the first one, 
Gunnar Henderson, who will probably win the rookie of the year over Josh Young this year, just based on um, based on being able to stay healthy for the whole season. He put together a 6.3 B war, which, uh, you know, everybody told me it was because he played a harder position, but he's played third base most of the year. And uh, I think Fangraphs has a more realistic at their 4.6 war, um, but he's an 8.23 ops. He's a, but he, he's got a high strikeout rate. He strikes out almost a quarter of the, or more than a quarter of the time. Uh, he did score a hundred runs this year. He hit 28 home runs. So there's a lot to like. The future's bright for Gunnar Henderson. Um, I thought he had a really nice year. Um, and depending on where they play him will depend on, uh, you know, how I feel about Baltimore from a day-to-day basis because him at shortstop, I think that makes them a better team. But then again, Mateo is a better shortstop in the field than he is. So it, it's it's interesting, to, you know, but uh, Gunnar Henderson, he's a really nice player. Uh, I think their best player is probably Adley Rushman. Um, he had a 4.3 B war this year and a 5.1 F war. Um, 809 ops. Uh, he's a he's much closer to the vest on this strikeout to walk ratio. He's a 14.1 strikeout guy and a 13.4 walk guy. So he had 101 strikeouts this year, but 92 walks. Uh, he also hit 20 home runs and uh, he drives in runs. He had 80 of them this year. So he's a he's another he's a nice piece. Uh, um, I don't know that I give the nod at catcher to the Orioles because of rush because of that or but um i think that adley rushman is probably their best player he probably is their um probably i would consider him like the heart and soul guy of what they do they've also got anthony santandar who uh, he was a 3b war and a 2.6 f war his uh ops 797 which that's pretty good in the big leagues especially for a guy that doesn't uh get on base a ton he does strike out at a 23.2 percent uh clip but he hit 28 home runs he drove in 95 runs and then they've got other guys Austin Hayes and Cedric Mullins are really good in that outfield. Ryan Mountcastle and Ryan O'Hearn have formed a really nice platoon at first base. And then in the pitching staff, Bradish and Rodriguez, they've really came into their own this year. And even without Felix Batista, who they lost to Tommy John surgery earlier, he'll have Tommy John surgery later this month. There's, they still have a very good bullpen, and they can still get outs in the back end. And they've got dude after dude that just comes in with 97, 98 with a, with a jack curveball. So that's my little bit of a, just the guys that have really been helping this thing and the reason that the Orioles won 101 games this year. Those are those guys. Um, so they've, they, But they've had help other places. Uh, um, when Cedric Mullins went down earlier in the year, they got some help from Aaron Hicks, who was released by the Yankees earlier in the year. So they've had help from different places. But overall, those are the guys that we're looking at. Um, those are the guys that uh, I think are going to uh, make mo- make most of what happens for the Orioles happen. Right, right. Well, and if there's anything I've recognized about this team is that they're not – there is no – really one man kind of one man show type deal. Like they're, they are a deep uh, 
team that plays complementary baseball. They do really everything well. I don't necessarily think they do anything better than everybody, but I think they do everything really, really well. When you look up and down, like you said, through their bullpen, uh, they've got a ton of arms in there. I think, I think uh, Batista being out, I mean, he is he is about as dominant uh, of a of a player just in general uh, that there is in all of the league. I mean, he, he's when you strike out 110 guys and 61 innings, and you only walk 26, and you only give up 30 uh, base hits. I mean, that is. I mean that is that is dominant. So I think I think it's a there is a little bit of an advantage if there's any one player in their on their team that was kind of head and shoulders above uh, everybody else in terms of um, even in the league. I think that Batista would be that guy. I agree with you that Rushman is their best player, and I think that watching you know Rushman and Henderson over the last couple of years, really you're seeing a lot of what we're hoping to see with the Rangers with Josh Young uh, and Evan Carter, you know, just two young stud of a player uh, coming in and actually becoming the leaders of a team. I mean, um, you know, this team did have leaders before them. And, uh, you know, Mullins being probably the first guy off the top of my head. But these two guys have kind of come on, come along and become the, you know, kind of the leaders of this thing. And, and again, there's, there's more on the way when it comes to this Orioles squad. So, Again, a lot of the same things that the Rangers uh, have in terms of, you know, really letting young players take control. I think the big difference with the Rangers and the Orioles is that the Rangers have veterans, uh, a lot more veteran leadership uh, than the Orioles necessarily do. In the in the pitching staff, the Orioles have some, you know, I guess you got Kyle Gibson. Uh, but other than that, you're really looking at um, young you know, guys. Very, yeah, but a very unproven team. And, and yeah. they're proven in the in the regular season, uh, but unproven in the postseason. And I would say, in kind of final thoughts, just in this in this vein, that these are the kind of teams that actually win in baseball more so than the teams that are like super flashy. All the, you know that have a lot of the uh, you know maybe the superstar player types. And again, I'm I'm certainly not calling the Orioles to go beat the Braves uh, or that the Braves aren't the favorites because they do have a bunch of superstars. But I just we've seen a year in and year out in baseball that teams like this that just kind of do it all really well and play good baseball are the teams that that make it really deep into the playoffs. And so I think this is a good team. I think the Rangers have their hands full with these guys. And I think uh, we'd serve we do ourselves justice to kind of get into these uh, projected matchups. We've got Dane Dunning. Um, looks like he's going to take the the mound as the. I mean, I guess you call him the ace right now. He's the best pitcher well, that they've had on the team the, in Montgomery. He's the available. He's the available right now because Montgomery mm-hmm. and Ifaldi went on would be going on short rest. So he's the available. So you're you're going to go with Dudding in that first one. They were able to steer clear from using him and out of the bullpen in game two. Uh, so he was. Uh, he's going to be fresh. He's going to be. Uh, um, you know. What do you say? Full rest and and everything. Uh, you know, I imagine that the uh, Orioles will counter with Kyle Bradish, who was okay. kind of not just their best pitcher all season, but their best pitcher um, definitely in the second half of the season. And uh, he, I mean, he he had such a good second half that he was able to dip his 
ERA that was probably somewhere close to four in the at the All Star break down to two eighty three. Um, so good on him. He's going to probably get the ball for them. Uh, maybe Grayson Rodriguez in game two against Jordan Montgomery. It might be Dean Kramer, 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 or uh, Kyle Gibson as well. Um, they've got some options. Um, but one more thing I wanted to say, man, the, the uh, Yeti or Cano has really kind of like taken over that closer's role. And he's, I mean, he's almost every bit as good as Felix Batista was uh, since taking over. And they've just got a bunch of guys in their bullpen. They've got a lot of dudes that are, you know, that could take the ball on the, in the rotation as well between like Irvin and Flaherty and, uh, and they've got some back half guys that are kind of interesting, like Shintaro Fujinami. And uh, Mm -hmm. so they've got that. They're, they're a really interesting team. I think game one, the pitching matchup may go to uh, to Kyle Bradish over Dane Dunning, but Dane Dunning's been really good for the Rangers, and and the Rangers have seen Bradish a couple of times, and you know Baltimore, I mean, 101 wins, nothing to sneeze at, and uh, Brandon Hyde, uh, if, if Bruce Bochy doesn't win the Manager of the Year award, it's going to go to this guy, right? I mean, yeah, you know. No, no doubt. Absolutely they no doubt. They didn't have that. quite the turnaround that the Rangers had, but they had a, a, a slight turnaround last year and then a, a really nice turnaround this year. One one more interesting tidbit about Bradish. So this will be the third time that the Rangers will have faced Bradish. Um, if yeah, he but is that was the, just April. Yeah, the one, the one that they had in April, remember, that was the game where he left early. He like mm-hmm. had something going he took on. One off, he took one off exactly. the Okay. He took yeah, one something off happened. Game. Yep. And then uh, I think he went six innings, let's see, in May uh, in that series. And he got the three to two win there. But in a way, I, I almost think it's a good thing that the Rangers have seen Bradish a couple times just because we know that the Rangers, the more familiar that they are with a pitcher, a lot of times the better they are. Uh, against them, and I'd say that's probably well. Famous. That last Bradish anyway. start against the Rangers was also the Cody Bradford t- start that we talked about uh, the other day. That uh, they got a kind of a lucky fly ball into the sun, and Seeger missed the mm-hmm. a, an easy chippy one that ended up scoring a couple of runs, and and the Rangers probably would have won things had it not been for that, but. But anyways, they got the win that day. It didn't uh, – another one of those ledgers of the Rangers would have won the division if, but uh, <laughs> it didn't happen. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this thing. Um, also, another quick note on the Orioles. They got young guys coming too. Like, I mean, I know that you're seeing young guys now, but they've got Jordan Westberg who, who played about 60 games, 65 games for them this year, and then Heston Jurston. He's uh he's gonna be a big player. Uh, that he he only made it into thirteen games this year, but he's a young twenty four year old kid, and those both those guys are twenty four year olds. And then they've also got Jackson Holiday on the way, who's the number one prospect in baseball. So, uh, they got good young guys, and and when you talk about good young guys, you're talking about Kyle Bradish and uh, um uh, uh the uh. Grayson Rodriguez, too. Those guys are both young. Bradish, 26. Rodriguez, 23. Yep. And then you also got another guy on that squad, uh, 
John Means. He's not a young guy, but he had a few starts for them and has been pretty successful uh, as as well uh, just here recently. So another guy to keep an eye on. Um, and speaking of young players, man, I think you got to talk about uh, the Rangers when you're talking about good young players and maybe the media darling of the playoffs thus far, which would be Evan Carter. And he came from this uh, Texas farm system. Yeah, EEFC. So Evan friggin' Carter. And he came from this Texas Rangers farm system, second round pick. And uh, if you want to know more about the Texas Rangers farm system, you should subscribe to our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things major league. I mean, all things minor league for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Send-ups, call-downs. We do prospect uh, rankings, all that good stuff. And uh, just for $1.99 a month, you can make us your one-stop shop for all things Texas Rangers organization-wide. So how you subscribe is you go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. Just one word. Click on the link and just pay your $1.99 and get your fill. Or you can go to our Spotify page and just click subscribe and just follow the steps there and you'll be good to go. So don't forget to go do that. That'll get you some more uh, Texas Rangers content. Plus, we will be updating that all throughout the offseason as the multiple different uh, offseason leagues and things that these players do uh, to get themselves prepared. Uh, Right now, we're looking at the Arizona Fall League. Uh, so that we will be covering uh, what the, the goings on of that. And so uh, don't forget to subscribe today. Go over there and check it out. And I think we're kind of at the point of maybe final thoughts. Uh, any any ads that we might have as far as uh, this team or this, this, um, this next upcoming two games with the Baltimore Orioles? Well, Saturday is going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see who ends up making this 26-man roster here probably later this afternoon. They'll probably wait until after Scherzer throws before they finalize that thing. And, uh, you know, we're just going to be, we're just going to be waiting on that. And, uh, and then baseball tomorrow, you know, you just, we're looking forward to it. These two days have been misery. Um, I can't believe (laughs) no one won a split, split two games to get us to, to two or get us to a baseball game yesterday. But, but whatever, we got the nooner tomorrow, so it starts early. Um, and I'm just looking forward to baseball. I know the Orioles are a good team. There's a couple of really nice offenses going after it. Uh, the Rangers have good rotation. Orioles have good bullpen. So it's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. And uh, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, let's get this weekend started off right. Uh, hopefully we will be – celebrating a Texas Rangers first game win on the road against Baltimore on Saturday night. And then when we meet up with you guys uh, back on Monday, we are, uh, you know, in a good spot coming back home uh, to play a couple of games here in Arlington. So thanks everybody for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. You can catch us on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. One word. And don't forget to where you can subscribe to our exclusive content, which is called Down on the Farm with the Boys. Just $1.99 a month. Get your fill of minor league baseball in the Rangers organization. And don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcasting network. Let's go, Rangers. Let's get a let's go steal a game on the road in Baltimore this weekend. And for the 300 pound minimal, this is your boy Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the Boys. Signing out.